finish that for you every Saturday morning. That must mean this is more than money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You've got Alyssa Young. You've got John Elliott. You've got the entire team here. And lurking around the corner, as uh, he often does, slithering from shadow to shadow. Bobby Gunther Walsh is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. But in the studio, welcome to our New Year's Eve, New Year's almost Eve. New Year's, New, New Year's Year. Eve Eve. New Year's Eve Eve. <laughs> well, don't you? You may call me Eve. I in in this world, it's not a stretch. Sadly, sadly. Uh, welcome to More Than Money. We do wish you that the good Lord be with you every road that you go, especially if you're traveling. Goodness, uh, lots of folks are traveling for the holidays. Please be very safe. Be very very careful. Uh, you, your family, everyone. Um, the young lady you met with yesterday is going back to Boston at some point. A mm-hmm, couple days. A couple days. So please be very, very careful whether you're traveling to the northeast or southeast or wherever you may be going. So welcome to More Than Money. Shortly, I will give you three different ways that you may join us. Uh, we are um, always, always the most relevant financial show on radio because, number one, we are live. We do not put our shows in the can Uh, We allow our uh, competitors to put their shows in their cans. Uh, We, up at O'Dark 30, come in and provide you with the freshest information that we possibly can, answering the most relevant questions to you because, hmm, they're your questions. So if you'd like to join us, easily done, 833-707-7900, 833-707-7900. He is hopeful that he remembered correctly. (laughs) 833-707-7900. John gives me the thumbs up. Oh, wait a second. That wasn't his thumb. Hmm. (laughs) Well, hey. Well, end of the year. What are you going to do? Come on. Uh, If you'd like to join us again, 833-707-7900, you become unless is currently most favorite person because you are the icebreaker call. (laughs) That opens the floodgates and lets other folks uh, reach out to us. If uh, you would prefer to send us emails, they work very nicely. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. They both work very, very well. If you want intelligent answers, I would personally use Alyssa's email. But that's just me personally. And, of course, if you are further afield or if you're home, if you're a young lady from Boston and you're saying, geez, these guys are all right. This, I'd like to kind of... Hang in with them. you got a couple different ways you can do that. If you want to do it live Saturday mornings, 8.05, Boston, same time zone as we are, all you have to do is log on to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoney, T-H-A-N, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the Listen Live button that appears magically. It's magic. All right, it's electrons. But anyway, um, hit the magic Listen Live button every Saturday morning. At about 8.05, and you've got the show live. And, of course, if you'd like to listen, podcast, easily done. All our shows are podcast. Uh, this show will arrive approximately noon on Tuesday, not Monday, Tuesday, because of the holidays. We'll talk about the holidays here in a moment. So, again, 833-707-7900, Alyssa at AskMTM.com, Gene at AskMTM.com, more than moneyonline.com. Good morning. Good morning. You were uh, partying last night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <that's, clears throat> 
think maybe there's a story here. Uh, but. No, we had a nice time. Um, and I said, I, 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 have to, I have to get up early tomorrow. So let's, you know, pump the brakes. <laughs> was was part of the party enjoying that Ohio State got beat last night? No. Oh my goodness! It could have been even a better party. Oh yeah, I don't really care about. That. You don't really care. No. <laughs> You're not a Penn State fan. No. Wow. Yeah. Are you a fan of? All right. Wait for it. Wait for it. Syracuse. Yes. Did you hear that Ohio State's star quarterback entered the portal? And transferred to Syracuse. Uh, not exactly. I didn't hear that. I don't follow it closely. I did see something, and I didn't pay attention to the details. But uh, cool. That's mm. I guess I don't know. I um, I'm happy when Syracuse does well. Don't follow it too closely. Mm. But um, I think we've stumbled into uh, kind of your modus operandi. What's that? Which uh, I like to apologize because uh, I think. Uh, little buffing compound will take that mark right out. But your modus operandi <laughs> is uh, you're desperately uh, interested in and knowledgeable about football if it involves your son. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> that makes that pretty it's darn clear. The only football team I really, truly care about is the one my son plays on. <laughs> well, speaking of caring about, since the last time we were together, Christmas occurred. Hopefully you had a great Christmas. I did. Thank you. And hopefully everybody out there had a wonderful Christmas as well. We were incredibly blessed, as our family is uh, a little further afield these days, as yours is as well, Mm -hmm. when they get to come together. Yeah. So nice. It's, I don't know that there's anything better, so. Well, the cookies, Christmas cookies and treats in the kitchen, along with all the family together, that's that's just the right combination. Um, (laughs) So to all of you in our audience who were so very kind to (laughs) drop us off. Endless supplies of goodies, treats, mm. snacks of all kinds. Um, thank you very much. Uh, to our very own uh, MTM bakers, apparently we could have an entire team. Alyssa's, uh, boy, the Italian cookies were really good. The, well, don't get me started. And then Connie, 26 oh, types. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Tammy had cookies in yesterday that were to die for. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Melissa, unbelievable. Just we we were beyond blessed, and um, when I say beyond blessed, uh, you know how people say I'm I'm full of Thanksgiving. Mm. Yeah, I'm full. Five, Just we're, full. we're about five pounds five, larger. Five than pounds we... full. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can measure my gratitude in poundage. Poundage. In poundage. Yeah. So thank you all. You're very very kind. You are uh, blessings in our lives. Mm-hmm. But again, I go back. Lordes is uh, peach schnapps bread. Oh, I know. Oh my. Yeah. It's life changing. It's life-changing. I've, I've, I'm more religious now than I was before. Because <laughs> every time I would take a bite, i go, oh, God, that is good. That Thank is, you, Jesus. Exactly. Whoever inspired her to make that unbelievable. Mr. John, do you want to go to line one if you uh, – uh, sorry, sir. This is 833-707-7900. We go to the phones. We're going to welcome Jack as our icebreaker call. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? We're, we're doing... I figured I'd be your uh, icebreaker man. We appreciate that. How can we serve you today? Okay, so the question is, my wife and I, we sold our home. She was the only one on the, on the deed, but we had a, a mortgage in both names. And we file a, a joint return. So it's going to be close with the gain 
um, and that $250,000 deduction each. Do you know, would, is that deduction only going to apply to her since she was the only owner? Or would it, because we file a joint return, still be subject to that, uh, I guess, the $500,000 deduction? Yeah, Jack, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't want Alyssa to go out on a limb. Uh, she's too valuable. I'm sacrificial. So, uh, Diane, if that is her real name, uh, may very well correct me, but it is my understanding that if the, the home was in one name, you get one $250,000 um, exemption. I, I am prayerful that I am wrong on that, but I don't believe that I am. I'm a little surprised. And, and the thing that if I were your, do, by the way, do you have your taxes done professionally or do you do them? I, I do them, but this year I'm going to have somebody else do them. Yeah, that makes that, yeah, oh, good, good, yeah, good for you. Now, I, here's my argument. Here's the argument that I would hope would persuade your professional uh, tax preparer. If you were truly on the mortgage and her name was only on the deed, that would shock me. That would surprise me. Most lenders will not allow someone on a mortgage that is not also on the deed. So the fact that you were on the mortgage lends a lot of strength to the argument of, hey, this, this was my house too. Um, it would be challenging, uh, again, my opinion, it would be challenging for the IRS to find it, um, um, find against you kind of in, in that regard. You were on the hook, you were at risk. I, I think there's a valid argument there. Now, before we go too far along, uh, Alyssa has consulted her magic rectangle <laughs> and has something more to add, young lady. Yeah, so I'm, I'm on the um, IRS website. <laughs> yes. That's, that's pray, a virus right there. Pray for me. Yes. Yes. Um, and there's, you know, the different eligibility um, requirements for the the uh, capital gains exclusion and the ownership requirement says for a married couple filing jointly, only one spouse has to meet the ownership requirement. Oh, isn't this great? Oh, bonus. Yeah. <laughs> bonus indeed. Yeah. So I believe that that's stating that you get the 250 each because you both live there as a primary residence. You mar- you file jointly. Only one needs to, to own it. That's my understanding of what they're suggesting. So, so far, you and I both agree for two very different reasons. Yeah. And uh, Diane, if that is her real name, will have the deciding. Uh, it'll be the tiebreaker. No, we're, <laughs> we're not tied. We're, we're in agreement. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So all those years, our standing joke is all those years, me just being a renter actually will now pay off. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. <clears throat> We're both married too, sir. So we understand these kind of conversations. <laughs> well, hopefully that works out well, thank beautifully. You very much. For, oh, my pleasure. God bless and happy new year. God bless you. You too. Bye. Fantastic. Well done. You are magic on that. Well, thing. You are quick with your d- d- digits. I just want Jack to apologize for making me go on the IRS website at 815 <laughs> on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Seriously, that it's is a torture. A, it's torture. You, you don't want your computer to have a virus. Do not go on the IRS website. Please. 833-707-7900. We go back to the phone. Yes, that's the number Gary called. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Alyssa. Good morning, Gene. Happy uh, I New want year. to give you a full of Honor update because uh, your team was part of the success for 2023. Uh, you know, your your uh, September 11th week was 
was very critical in our success this year. We just found out that the Eastern PA New Jersey chapter uh, was awarded 25 additional scholarships, scholarships that we couldn't fund. So National stepped up as a as a young chapter. They uh, awarded us 25 more scholarships to our our residents to uh, continue their education. Excellent. That's great news. Uh, great news indeed. 25 more opportunities for the families of military and first responders who have been uh, either lost uh, or grievously injured uh, in service to our country to give them the opportunity to advance their education, change the direction of their future, perhaps enhance for generations to come the impact that we can have. And it's all because of our audience, Gary. They, they have been so incredibly generous. Uh, and the efforts of our local chapter, our Folds of Honor chapter, for Eastern Pennsylvania and New Jersey is absolutely fantastic. And uh, we'll send a shout-out to Beth, Beth Simmons, for all of her hard work throughout the year. And, uh, and thanks for the update. Great. I'll, get, I'll just give you one more example, and you're exactly right. It, it, it comes back to your, your listeners and your friends and your network. But uh, several weeks ago, we had a, an Army-Navy watch game party down at, at, at uh, Philadelphia, even though the game was up in New England. Uh, wanted to keep the spirit alive. And, quote, we only raised $11,000. And people were <laughs> apologizing for that as the first year, short term, uh, new kind of uh, uh, event for, for the Folds of Honor supporters. And we turned around and said, you just changed the lives of two families. Two families mm-hmm. for generations so, to come. Yes, indeed. Think of it that way. So, Got- so thanks for all the good work and support of your audience and you folks. God bless you, sir. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 833-707-7900. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. So we have an update. Uh, Jack, I hope you're listening. Yes, Jack, we have good news. Diane confirmed that. Diane. If that is her real name. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. She confirms that the uh, eligibility is for, the requirement is for only one spouse to be an owner um, if you file your taxes jointly, you'll both get to enjoy that capital gains tax exclusion. So you'll get the $500,000 amount and you shouldn't owe any tax on the sale of your home. Excellent. Excellent. Good for you. And let's be clear. Filing jointly does not mean you're smoking weed while you're doing your tax return. That's not what it means. Although that might not be a bad idea. No, but that's a totally (laughs) different label. (laughs) Is there a checkbox for that when you're filing the return? When you're doing that, man, there's like all kinds of checkboxes, man. You could be checkboxing everything. Oh, boy. You could. I am my own son and my own father. Whoa. <laughs> this is why Gene doesn't do the taxes. Uh, or doesn't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore. Anymore. Uh, no, what? <laughs> oh, goodness. Hello. Hello. Is this thing on? This thing. Well, a lot of scratch, a lot of that. He has some New Year's resolutions he's going to We're going to talk about New Year's <laughs> resolutions. That's on my list. That's going to be. Oh, good. Gonna, yeah, we're going to talk about that after the break. Um Talking about uh, Christmas, we had wonderful, lots of wonderful things happen, of course, during Christmas. One of my most fond memories, uh, Christmas Eve service uh, at Holy Cross, we uh, had, oh, we were so blessed. Uh, I don't know, 20 of our clan were there with us, friends, family, kids, 
uh, just fantastic. And I had undoubtedly the best seat in the house that service because sitting in front of me was a young couple with their first little baby girl. Mm-hmm. I think she's about six months old. Oh. <laughs> uh, I want to thank dad. That's uh, TJ for holding her mostly over his shoulder. Oh, talk <laughs> about drinking it in. And, and for all of you who went to uh, church services on Christmas and were um, uh, gritty because there's babies here whining and they're making noise and it's distracting. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> That's you, you just you should pray to God. Thank you. Thank you for bringing the families to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Thank you for bringing the families to church. Thank you that the families got up, got them dressed, had the blowout, changed them again, <laughs> took them in the shower, hosed them off, got them there. And and then we're patient enough to go through the service because the service, particularly at our church, seven and a half hours long, <laughs> seven and a half hours. Come on. It's Christmas, actually. By the time we were done, it was Christmas. We started at 3 well, o'clock. When I got home from, we went to the 9 p.m. 9 service. 9 p.m. No right? babies. Oh, see, that's... I know. Uh, bummer. Uh, um, but my my kids uh, were complaining a little bit about how long it was. And when we got in the car I, to go home, I was like, oh, Santa's going to come. Or not going to come. Yeah. Santa's not going to come. Because we're awake. you're mm, still up uh, and you're not even in your beds yet. We better please. get home. You know, uh-huh. so they were not happy. <laughs> and, and sure enough, Santa did not come, no. and uh, Andrew and Juliana got nothing. That's right. I'm not exactly sure that's how that works, but okay. Um, now, me, I got some really, really wonderful news over the holidays. Oh, did you? Well, things, you know, you want opportunities. You want flexibility. You want things that you mm. can uh, look forward to in the new mm, year. Try something new, perhaps. And uh, LinkedIn has provided that no. for me. Has provided I have an entire list of companies that are anxious, not just, hey, it's okay. But I'm, I mean, talking about they're vibratingly excited to invite me to come and work for them. Oh, let's hear it. Who's looking for you? Well, Texas, Texas Roadhouse. I'm, is, go, I'm going went, there tomorrow. Well, then I might be your host. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Could I get you something from the bar <laughs> while you're waiting? And uh, you know what? That's silly because that's just number one on the list because Turning Point in Center Valley also needs a host, and that's number two on my list. I never even heard of that place. Don't, no, me don't work there. Iron Hill Brewery. Have you ever heard of them? Yes. They need a host, and, and they want me to apply. Longhorn Steakhouse, which is very different than Texas Steakhouse. Same <laughs> genre. What do they say? Same same church, different pew. <laughs> they They desperately need me. And then what is this? A, a financial professional? How did, um, that, how did that get on boring. the list? <laughs> boring. Please. How come I don't get those emails from LinkedIn? Nobody wants to hire me. Uh, apparently not. Hmm. It's maybe because of some of the erroneous things I've posted on your resume. It's <laughs> just uh, oh, when they asked man. for an endorsement, I said, she doesn't steal as much as you might think she would. <laughs> what? It's great oh, fun. Man. Great fun. Yeah. Shall well, we shall we do one question before we uh Okay. Go through the entire um gentleman writes, My aging mother has a significant annual income. I have power of attorney for her. Okay. I've been helping her manage her estate for several years. She does not have full cognitive dementia, but she does become easily confused. Mm. Wait a second. 
I'm looking at all three of us. I think we qualify. <laughs> um, as the, her POA, I encouraged her for the first past few years to give gifts to her children and grandchildren. Makes sense. She gave each of her children an amount about the annual limit, which is currently 17000 plus or minus. And the grandchildren, a lesser amount. So let's say that the kids got seventeen, grandkids got 10. Uh, my brother, who has been deceased for some time, has three adult children. This year, she decided to split what would have been my deceased brother's gift among his children. So she had 17. It was going to go to him. Mm-hmm. She split it three ways. Okay. Now the kids are saying that they should get that in addition to what they would have received as grandchildren. I am curious as to your thoughts. <laughs> oh, are you? Do you are, really want to hear? Are you really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I can't stand (laughs) when people act entitled to things that do not, they they, they are not owed anything. I cannot stand that. I can't believe that that is so obnoxious. We should get more. We should get, you know, eight plus ten or whatever that they, that's ridiculous. No. Can I have their phone numbers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's her gift. She gets to decide who gets what. Be thankful and shut up. That's my that's my message. I am so proud of her. <laughs> I'm usually the snarky one telling people to stuff it and <laughs> cut them off and never give them another dime and write them out of the will and... Uh, my little girl is she's <laughs> making me so proud. Me so much. She, oh, that's, oh. that's the best. It's the best Christmas gift ever. <laughs> so you agree with that? Oh, just modestly. <laughs> just, you know, kind of on a 1 to 10 scale, a 12. Uh, yeah, I would say not only would I um, <clears throat> politely, initially politely say, thanks for the feedback, no. <laughs> Um, but if they press the issue, I'd say, this is simple. Nothing. You get nothing. Zero. And oh, by the way, power of attorney. So if I wanted to, I could change mom's will. So nothing becomes nothing for eternity. <laughs> because you're a bonehead mm. and a moron and a self-entitled little brat. Oh, my goodness. Mm. So somebody shows up and says to you, here's 5000 bucks. What do you say? Thank you. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> How about just, wow. That's, oh. Yeah, like you don't need to do that. No, yeah. please, you know, next, give grandma a hug and kiss for us. We got to come over and see her. Yeah. Can we take her out to dinner? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great? Let's all get together. Let's do a family something. The, the list would go on and on, but what would not be coming out of your mouth would be, Where's the rest of it? Mm -hmm. No, absolutely not. I I was planning on that because I have a a trip planned to Cabo. (laughs) I have to go to Cabo. It's expensive. I know. How am I supposed to take my friends to Cabo? (laughs) It's it's just so gross. Wow. So you're going to take it. Okay. Let me suggest where you might stick some stuff. We think we should get, like, what? Seriously. Ugh. Yeah, power of attorney. Now, he's he's in a no no win situation. Mm-hmm. So, uh he's got to grow a set and just say, "Hey, uh power of attorney answers no. Grandma's trusts me and that's what she wanted to do. She's easily confused, but not in this case. The only confusing part is why she's giving you even a dime." Mhm. Yeah. 
<sighs> okay, this is a fun one. This came after last week's show from members of our church. Did you, did you already see this one? You, you uh, this copied one? me when you responded. Ah, very good. <laughs> uh, from members of our church. Ha ha, you said poo-poo caca <laughs> on air. <laughs> We're going to tell the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Those tattletales. Uh, that's what I said. Uh, you're such tattletales. It Actually, doesn't say in the Bible that you can't say that. No, as a matter of fact, if uh, these folks were nearly as bright as they would think that they are, they would understand that poo poo caca is a well recognized financial term. <laughs> this young lady is sang at the nine PM service. Did she really It oh, was beautiful. Oh, that was the highlight of the service she's for me. Incredibly talented. It and her, was beautiful. Her brother Jimmy lives out west, I think Montana post some of the most beautiful pictures. Mm. Of course, he also had, I think, eight inches of snow in October. Yeah, yeah, that's not but, beautiful. But that's a tremendous good. family, great sense of humor. Mm. And They're um, censoring you. And what they're saying is not in the category of poo-poo caca. That joins us. That allows you to speak to Alyssa and Jean and get your questions asked and answered. Send Alyssa your email, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. Back after this on More Than Money. Welcome back to More Than Money. We have the Dancing Queen standing right to my left, Alyssa yep, Young. That's me. And Gene Dickinson, John Elliott, bringing you More Than Money this morning. Welcome back. If you missed our first half hour, you missed a couple of very, very good calls, a very interesting email, and some snarky from folks in our church. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Please. Poo-poo caca. Anyway, uh, if you uh, are so inclined and would like to make sure that you cover that material or you like to just check in why people are giving me a hard time or hear my my protege be so snarky hmm. if you want to hear snark coming out of the dancing queen uh then uh just check out our podcast it'll be posted in uh, tuesday around noon and uh she sounds nice she sounds giggly she sounds Tell me, she's tough as nails, and she'll tell you right where. If you're it is. an entitled brat, I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if you're not, and apparently uh, the young lady you met with yesterday, not only not an entitled brat, but making tremendous progress, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. Which leads me to, oh, I should have done this before. My apologies. Um, okay, here it is. I have to shuffle. Okay. 
Uh, young lady writes, uh, good morning. Hope you are doing well. Would you happen to have a video or newsletter that speaks about how to build wealth that we could share with our daughter? Hmm. Just want something besides me <laughs> to yeah. remind her of the importance of starting early. Ah, yes. Ah, Merry Christmas to you and yours. I actually uh, talk about that in my last newsletter, which is available. Um, it was a, a thing about about budgeting and how to start on the path of saving and investing for your future. And it was something that I put together for a client to share with her daughter and um, thought, hey, yeah, I'm, there's probably other people who could benefit from this. And I've had um, a couple of recent meetings with young people who are trying to get off on the right foot and that's that's what we talk about the strategies and the habits for building wealth so it's never too early to start the sooner you start the better um so yes i would be happy to share my newsletter content with this person and it is a really good point when you say besides me someone or something to remind her besides me because Hearing from a neutral third party is often more effective for young adults. They don't think mom and dad know what they're talking about. <laughs> but some stranger, maybe they'll listen to. I think it was Mark Twain that said, uh, when I was 20, I was convinced my dad was a complete moron. When I was 40, I had been shocked to see how much he had learned since I was 20. Yeah, that's, <laughs> kind of, that's true. Okay. Uh, you're absolutely right. The uh, third party, the non-related, the non-DNA connected mm -hmm. person often has a little more uh, impact mm -hmm. uh, on a young person than, uh, than not. So first things first, this young lady is perfectly, um, 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 oh, we're, we're, we're perfectly comfortable getting her that, that newsletter. Mm -hmm. No question about it. That's a very good start. Uh, secondly, I would, I would encourage mom to encourage her daughter. Uh, we, I saw another email yesterday, a woman whose daughter is going to be a doctor, engaged to a doctor. They've got debt, and she was hoping that she could maybe spend a few bucks and give them a gift of a consult with a financial advisor. Yes. The answer is yes. Absolutely. Sitting with a financial advisor for this young lady, sitting with, uh, 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 all right, yeah, I got 780 years of experience. I get that, but she's going, what generation is he from? <laughs> she says, why is he driving a Model T? That's really, <laughs> what the, does he still, and, whose horse and buggy is that? Does, that does he still have a rotary phone? What the, I don't know, kind of he still gets up to change the channel on his TV. What is so we have in our stable of unstable financial advisors, uh, young people like Alyssa, like John, um, immature people like Mark and Greg, <laughs> who would be very happy to sit with this young person Um Spend an hour, get them on the right track with some of the basics. <clears throat> is there a video? No. Is there a book? No. Books take anywhere from 18 to 24 months to get from I finished the book to it's published, which means 80% of the financial information in a book 
is outdated. Mm-hmm. Um, a newspaper article, a magazine article might be a little more update, but that's not the point. The point is you need update as of this morning. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us the most relevant financial show uh, on radio today because we're up at O'Dark 30 giving you the best information as of this morning. Now, having said all that, I need my audience to think about what it would take for a young person like this um, to stay on track. And would one meeting do that? No. No. That's not going to do that. So they need to develop a regular relationship with a financial advisor. As a result, um, we in our More Than Money World Headquarters in the Holy Land between Bethlehem and Nazareth, just south of Nazonut. <laughs> All right, I threw that in. It's, we're raising funds to purchase Nazonut. And uh, <laughs> if you'd like to be part of our syndicate. Call. <laughs> call <in> <laughs> exactly. No, please don't. Please don't. That was a joke. <laughs> we're not raising funds. Are we? Uh, anyway, my apologies. Um, in our More Than Money World headquarters, we are um, working very diligently to create a system that would um, be available on a very um, accommodating fee structure uh, rather than how much are you investing, it would be how much advice do you wish. And have that relationship built over time so that as questions come up, like how do I set up a budget? All right, that's pretty fundamental. That's, that's today. Uh, how about three years from now when I'm leaving my first job and I have a 401k there and I don't know what to do with it? Hey, I'm getting married and I already own my house and I'm not really sure how to integrate our financial, our financial picture. Hey, I'm having my first baby. Hey, I have my first baby. Is there a 529 plan I should be looking? You, you can see the progression. Well, if they have someone that they've already met, built a relationship with, gotten lots of good information from, that relationship is going to, to grow, mature, and, and be very beneficial. I think that's really, really important. So... Uh, if that is uh, your interest, I'm happy to do it. Um, for the parents that are listening right now, and maybe the kids who are, well, some are going back to Boston, some are going back to California, some are going a long way away. They go, oh, I wish there was somebody like in Boston. There is. Us. Us. Um, this is not, this is not my rotary phone. This is now where my I, channel changer is my son's buddy. Turn that to three. Turn that to three. Once. No, this is the 21st century. Zoom calls are every bit as personal as sitting in the same room. You don't want to see each other face to face. Make a phone call. How about an email? How about send me a text? The, the communications are so easy now. We have a portal. Whoa. Is it like a time time travel? No, oh. but it, but it does allow exchange of personal information securely. <laughs> Time travel would be better. <laughs> okay. um, indeed, we, we, we are using the cutting-edge technology to share information, time, relationship, build relationships, share ideas, answer questions, and uh, provide that not just to grandmother and grandfather or mom and dad, but kids and grandkids. Mm-hmm. So easily done and far better than, okay, you're in where, Tulsa? <sighs> Let me make some phone calls. Let me see if I can find somebody. At least I got a number or maybe you could. And we don't know. There's no need for that. 
There's no need for that. And for a lot of folks who are listening are saying, I thought MTM was in Bethlehem. Well, that's the world headquarters. Uh, Our branch in Scioto. All right, that sounded wrong. MTM is everywhere. MTM is is, uh, legally permitted to serve their clients throughout the United States. We're, we have we have no value whatsoever in Mexico. And your Canadian <laughs> friends, eh, those Canucks, eh, yeah, we can't help them. <laughs> we have no idea. I mean, we have a little bit of an idea, but there's, if you're going to be Canadian, you need help. You got to talk to Greg because he's already into hockey. All right, it's it's roller hockey, but still, it's hockey. It's a stretch. Uh, please. It's, it's a stretch, <laughs> you think? Especially for Greg. Well, anyway. Oh. Um, so. Uh, fundamental, if somebody is trying to counsel, if somebody, if somebody's coming to me, they, hey, they're sending, uh, the young lady who is the, the poo-poo caca girl uh-huh. is working with Mark. Uh-huh. But if she came to me and said, what's, what's, where do I start? What is the most basic fundamental thing I can do to be financially successful? I say, there's one very simple issue. You must at all times under all circumstances spend less than you make whatever your income is. I don't care if it's a hundred dollars a month, it's a hundred dollars a month. You got to spend less than a hundred. If it's 10,000 a month, you have to spend less than 10,000. If you spend less than you make, you solve so many problems in advance. Mm-hmm. You have money that you can save for an emergency that solves problems in advance. You have money that eventually you can invest for your future, solving problems in advance. You avoid going, oh, I have to put that on my credit card. I got to go to Cabo because my uncle said my grandma's not going to give us our money this year. It's our money. I got to put on the credit card 7000 bucks. What? Mm-hmm. Spend less than you make. Um, the folks who are financially su- successful have done that from day one. And, and is it always easy? No, that's why God invented ramen noodles. Or in my day, you know, uh, blue box macaroni and cheese. That's what I had. And there was no microwave. There was two sticks that we would rub really hard together and maybe lay it on them and it would warm up. That's what we had. No, I'm kidding. Bottom line is lots of folks. I can't count the number of stories I've heard. Well, when we got married, it was tight. Uh, We bought a starter house. It was really tiny, but it's what we could afford. Um, We had uh, secondhand furniture. All all our relatives gave us whatever they weren't using. Mm -hmm. Um, We ate ramen noodles or pork and beans or whatever it was that was cheap. Uh, But, uh, hey, I was only making 100 bucks a week. But we only spent 88 mm-hmm. and I saved and I saved and I saved. And that's, that's the mantra. Spend less than you make. And how do you do that? You start with a budget. You have to understand exactly what you're spending. Yep. Uh, the folks who we see now, people, uh, there's so much craziness out there about building wealth. Well, you got to have uh, the great idea. You got to be uh, Silicon Valley. No, you don't. You have to, uh, you know, get lucky. You have to be Taylor Swift. No, you don't. You can't save your way to wealth. Really? I've lost track. 780 years, I've lost track. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of folks who have come to us who worked hard their whole lives. 
and saved. And and they show up and they they hand Alyssa a check for a million dollars. How is that? I, I, it's not supposed to be possible, mm. but yet it is. Mm-hmm. So start with spend less than you make. Gene uh, should have started with 833-707-7900. For those of you who have not yet memorized the new phone, 833-707-7900. Alyssa, A-L-Y. SSA and askmtm.com. Gene at askmtm.com. And here we go. 833-707-7900. We go to the phones. All right. We're going to speak with Dick. Good morning. Excuse me. Morning. I had a little frog in my throat. How can we serve you this morning? Uh, I have a question regarding trying to avoid a tax penalty. Okay. I I did a Roth conversion out of my IRA uh, in in December, early December, mm-hmm. and uh, that would uh, it was a significant amount of money. It was like uh, fifty thousand dollars. And uh, I've heard or I've read recently that uh, if you don't withhold in equal amounts over the year, uh, you are, are are subject to a penalty in. Uh, when you file your taxes, I'm mm. just wondering: is there, is there a way? Is there a way to avoid that sort of a thing? Yeah, I, I think you might be referring to an underpayment penalty. So, if you didn't pay the tax that you owe on that conversion in time, um, and when you file your return, you've underpaid um, in taxes, that they might penalize you. Um, so, I guess the the rule is: I'll introduce this, and then Gene fill in any any blanks if I miss something, please. But um, if your income is not more than, I believe, one hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars, as long as the tax that you paid in this year is the same amount you owed last year, you won't owe a penalty, even if you owe more tax this year. Now, if you oh, got, okay. so so like, let's say you got a refund last year. Right. And um, or you or you were even and. I- um, a refund. So, uh, yeah, okay. Okay. So, and if you look at, well, how much tax have you had withheld so far this year? If it's equal, equal, you didn't withhold less tax, you shouldn't get penalized, even though you'll owe taxes on that conversion when you file your return. All right. Let me, back, right? Let me back you up for a second. When the, you took your money from the IRA, did the IRA custodian withhold any tax? No, they didn't. They said based on the, their... The way they handle that type of a conversion, they their rules don't allow them to withhold any tax. Yeah, that that's questionable right there. So I, I'm going to put that to a side for a second because that just is annoying. <laughs> so um, most effective conversions don't withhold the tax. They want you want the most money to go into your Roth IRA that you possibly can. So mm-hmm. it is to your benefit they did not withhold tax. It is to your benefit that you pay the tax from outside the IRA. So if you have the cash, I'm assuming you do, to pay that tax, you're, you're ahead of the game. Uh, Lisa yes. is absolutely right. Using numbers so that everybody else listening can, can see or hear kind of a demo. If last year the tax that you paid, paid was $10,000, and if this year the tax that you have had withheld or that you've paid in quarterlies, however the the IRS has gotten it, is equal to $10,000 or more, you're safe. That is safe haven. You don't have to worry about any penalties. You don't have to worry about anything. If your income is higher than, I think it's one hundred and fifty grand, 
then you have to have 110% of last year's uh, income, uh, income tax uh, paid in. Now, if you're worried, by the way, do you have your taxes done professionally or do you do them yourself? No, I do them myself with Quicken or with uh, yeah. TurboTax. TurboTax. Uh, isn't TurboTax the one that had the data breach? And Well, anyway, mm-hmm. at any rate, um, if you want to have like suspenders in a belt, that's the, my, my <laughs> yep. phrase for being ultimately safe, mm-hmm. you could file an estimated tax uh, or a, 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 a quarterly, a quarterly payment. tax mm-hmm. payment in January mm-hmm. to cover that um, that conversion. Yep. And at the very least, that's going to minimize any potential uh, interest that you might incur. I don't think you're going to incur any uh, based on our conversation. But if your right. concern is that you might, I would pay the tax ASAP rather than waiting until I filed my tax yeah. return. And it's due like mid-January. I think the date's like the, it's either the 11th or the, the 16th 15th. or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, some, it's uh, one of those. Yeah, yeah mid-January. Yeah. yeah. So you could send in the payment you would owe the tax on that conversion, you can send it in now and then you don't have to worry about it. But we don't think you're going to have a penalty e- either way if you didn't, um, you know, have a, a O tax last year on your return based on that safe haven rule. Yeah, if I were to pay uh, in this quarter or, you know, January 16th, I think is the due date. Yeah. If I were to put enough money in a quarterly return that I sent in now, or within the next two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, and make sure that I'm just over the amount I paid last year by 110 or 120 <laughs> percent. Yeah, uh, but not the full amount. Uh, that would uh, I'd be safe that way? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. That's I had hoped that was going to be the answer, and you you folks uh, gave me the thing I wanted. Thank you for the Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Ah, God bless you, sir. You're Happy welcome. New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> you but, folks, take care. Thank you, Dick. You too. Uh, 833-837-7900. Back to the phones. We talked to Fred. Oh, Fred. Oh, Oh, Fred, Fred. come back. Fred. Um, Fred was talking about winning the lottery and wondered, has MTM handled any lottery winners? Part of it. So that part is yes. What was the other part? Ah, very good. Mm-hmm. So the question, uh, most lotteries now give you an option of lump sum, which is greatly reduced. So if you win $500 million and you take the lump sum, you might get 280 290 something like that. Then you pay tax on the 280 290 or a 20-year annuity. So if you win $500 million, you're going to get 25 or $30 million for 20 years, which is better. It depends. <laughs> Shockingly. What? It depends. Uh, it depends on your scenario, depends on your goals, depends on your uh, intention, depends on your tax bracket. It, there, there are too many factors. Um, I will say that of the lottery winners that we have handled, 80% have done beautifully because their goals, their intentions were, we never expected this money. We want to hang on to it. We want it to work for us for the rest of our lives. have blown through the money in 20 minutes because the mentality that they had coming to us was wrong-headed from the get-go. Our worst-case scenario was a couple who won $5.5 million, um, took the lump sum. That brought it down to about three. Uh, Forgot that they actually had to pay income taxes. 
what? Uh, that was just over a million dollars. So that brought it down to let's let's say two million dollars. And yet, walked around telling everybody, "We got five and a half million bucks, buddy. We got five and a half million. Well, except for the three and a half million that you don't have. <laughs> you, it's John's a he's worth fifty million. Well, except for the forty nine and a half million he doesn't actually have. <laughs> so so please." Um, and it immediately bought a $200,000 car and uh, became the laughing stock of our entire company when um, <laughs> he announced it. It was like a used Maserati or Ferrari, something for $190,000. Uh, we said, bring it up. We love cars. And he couldn't bring it up because he couldn't get it out of his neighborhood because they had those little speed, speed. dips. <laughs> and he and it only had four-inch clearance so he first day he pulls it out of his garage boom boom gets about a quarter of a block away and goes oh wait a second it's gonna tear the cowling off of my 200 that put it back in his garage couldn't get it out of his neighborhood unless he put it on a flatbed so, what a great investment uh he made just a lot of bad choices including the next year losing four hundred thousand dollars at the casino okay that's what not to do. That's what's what not, not, what to, not do. to do when you win the lottery. Yeah. As opposed to 80% of the folks who have come to us and made very fine choices. Again, it depends. Uh, the lottery uh, payout, the uh, the annuity payout, mm -hmm. can be a very powerful, powerful tool and can spread your taxes out over many, many, many years. Yeah. Um, um, having said that, uh, taking the lump sum can be a very powerful tool. So uh, there's, there is no right or wrong answer. It is uh, fortunate. Yes, we've had a fair amount of experience. And uh, again, we're very fortunate. Our listeners, our audience tend to be very bright folks, very responsible folks, very thoughtful folks. And they also tend to play the game, the long game. And they see the bigger picture. And for most uh, they have benefited wonderfully, hmm. wonderfully. So, goodness, if that's you, uh, let us know. We'll be happy to help. 833-707-7900. It's a great piece of music. Uh, also part of a movie, one of my favorites, All That Jazz. Uh, George Benson. Nice. On Broadway. Uh, speaking of on Broadway. <laughs> no. 833-707-7900. We'll take your calls after this on More Than Money. Welcome back to More Than Money. <laughs> this is Norm MacDonald. And, uh, and uh, yeah. Uh... 
No, come on. <laughs> Welcome back. More than money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You have Alyssa Young. You have John Elliott. The whole team's here helping you this morning. We hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Absolutely wonderful Christmas. Hopefully it's still continuing. Hopefully you're still celebrating. And um, I think it's is it Russian Orthodox? They they're they're actually their New Year's New Year is like, or is it their Christmas is early January? I think it's Christmas. Yeah, early, Christmas yeah. early January. Mm-hmm. So everybody is celebrating. Keep celebrating. Mm-hmm. Celebrate all year long. Goodness. Hmm. Um, my favorite Christmas story of all time: The Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens. I've seen, I think, every movie ever made. George C. Scott, I think, was the best. Um, but the whole idea was uh, the summary. The book was um, Ebenezer Scrooge after his conversion. He said, if any man knew how to hold Christmas in his heart every day of the year, it was old Scrooge. That's, that's the whole idea. That's the whole idea. And if you're blessed in your life, you get to serve people, you get to care about people. Giving gifts is fun. Yeah, I get that. I'm sorry. Getting gifts is fun. I get that part. Giving gifts is so much better. Mm-hmm. And and gifts come in so many different flavors, so many folks. Goodness. Mm. So many folks think it's if you're not spending a lot of money, you're not giving a good gift. That That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. The most touching gifts that you've ever received. I'm speaking on behalf of Alyssa now. I guarantee you the most touching gift she's ever received cost next to nothing. Mm-hmm. But they mean the world to her because they came from... Uh, it might have been a special card from Zach or a crayon drawing from Juliana <laughs> or <clears throat> or just some. She does make the best cards. I've gotten a few. Yes, They're fantastic. They, yes. They're and beautiful and thoughtful. So and do you want one of those or do you want a thousand bucks? I'd rather have a Juliana Of card. course. Juliana original. Folks, <laughs> um, there, there's, so many, there's so many ways that you can give that have nothing to do with money. If if you're not in a position, and, and lots of folks are, are not in a position to give money. They're not. Maybe a dollar, maybe nothing. But can you send a prayer? Can you think good thoughts? Can you uh, send a blessing? Uh, someone that touches you, maybe. How about hugs? Goodness, there are so many times when you see someone that you absolutely know, gosh, they just need a hug um, worth far more than, hey, here's a gift card to Bed Bath & Beyond, which I found on the street because they're bankrupt. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was the first one that came to mind. It's, that's not the important part. But paying attention. Yeah. Hey, how about just visiting, just sitting for a few minutes and having a, a conversation? How about sharing a joke? If you know a joke. I saw something recently about how cooking for people is one of the best ways to show that you love them. And I know I love that. Like I hosted Christmas Eve at my house and my brother and sister came and I made the meal. And uh, it gives me great joy that they enjoyed it and to feed everyone. And um, that's one of those things. It does cost some money, but it's... You know, relatively speaking, a less expensive a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few bucks. Yeah. Uh, again, Christmas Carol during uh, Ebenezer Scrooge's coming up years when he was a clerk. Um, he was employed by a, a gentleman named Fezziwig. And Fezziwig, as they go back in time, Christmas past, they show the Christmas party at their office. And they move everything back and... They have punch and they have drink and they dance and they have music 
and uh, goes to Christmas Pass, says, why are you getting emotional? What's the big deal? Well, he's a great man. What you, a great man. He spent a few pounds, a few dollars. It was cost almost nothing. And his response was, yes, but it was great joy. Mm-hmm. It was great joy. And when you are hosting someone at your home, sharing your gift of cooking and, oh, this is gift of baking. Oh, the <laughs> cookies, fantastic. For a few pounds, for a few dollars, the joy, the joy. Hugs, um, I uh, confess that I often send Alyssa home with a, <laughs> A good night and give Zach a big hug and a kiss for me. <laughs> and uh, she always agrees. Huh. No <laughs> and so far, no complaints from Zach either. <laughs> wow. Huh. Just a little something just to let everybody know we're thinking about mm-hmm. not just this young lady, but her family and the people that she cares about. And what's a hug and a kiss? It's a pretty good thing. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty darn good thing. <laughs> so I've heard. Uh, 833-707-7900. We go back to the phones. Yes, we're going to welcome Lance. Good morning. How can we help Good you morning. today? Yeah, I have a question for you. I just recently, recently retired for unemployment, I, for, I'm sorry, for retirement. And after I did, just recently I received a notification from Prudential regarding a company I used to work for about my savings retirement plan and putting it into an income flex target plan. Now, I I was positive that I cleaned out the account and transferred over the uh, all the money out of the four hundred one k. I'm just wondering, do they send this letter out to people that retire? Uh, they generally will send letters out to people of normal retirement age. So if you were a participant in a 401k plan that they administer, it is very possible that you're still on the rolls as an employee or a former employee. In the letter, did it indicate that there was a balance? I thought it did, but I'm looking at the page now and it does not indicate a balance. It it's not would not surprise me at all if it were a form letter that's sent to everyone who is either in or ever was in the plan. Uh, just as an alert, it, 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 if I'm remembering correctly, you said they are indicating a change in the investment strategy? Uh, they said they want to uh, uh, put it into Prudential Income Flex Target Plan. Yeah, this is a pretty typical form letter uh, when uh, retirement plans change their investment strategies, either dropping a fund or adding a fund or moving from one fund to another. Uh, they are by law required to alert the participants. It would not be the strange, it would not be the worst thing to reach out to that plan administrator and just see if there's any money left there. It, it, is, it is not often, but occasionally it happens that, yes, you've asked for them to send you their money, your money, and after they have sent out what was in the current balance, a deposit was received. Maybe your employer made the final deposit, or maybe there was some dividends or capital gains that were declared that had not been received the day that you uh, moved your funds out. So it's possible that there are still a, 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 a modest sum of money there and easily enough identified. You simply uh, reach out to them, um, uh, let them know who you are and ask if there's a balance available. 
Excellent. Can I? That's just great advice. That's what I thought about doing. Can I ask another quick question? Of course. Uh, a stock that I have bought went down in value so much that it will, <laughs> will never recoup. So I'm thinking I lost about $6,000 on, on the stock purchase. My question is, when, what, what, if, if I sell what's left of it, mm-hmm. how do I, re, what, when do I report the loss? Can I, I mean, is there a time frame into next year when I can apply it for this year? Uh, you would have, in order to apply it for this year, you would have, past tense, would have <laughs> needed to sell it by by yesterday. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so wait a year. Uh, yeah. So you can absolutely sell it uh, January 2nd uh, mm-hmm. and, and lock in that loss, and it will be tax deductible against other gains and, and potentially against some of your ordinary income. Um, and, and likely that's the best idea. If, if you figure it's, it's dead in the water, uh, redeploy that money into something that's got a much better chance of giving you a return, lock in your tax deduction and move forward. But yep, it will be reported on 2024. Okay, great. Lance, thank you so very much. Yeah. God bless you, sir. Thank you guys. You too. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Uh, email Gene and Alyssa. Thanks for the laughs this morning. I needed some. Oh. Uh, by the way, best of luck with your new career at Texas Roadhouse. What? what, 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 what? Please. Uh, I'm hoping. <laughs> don't let don't let Gene hear this. I'm hoping that he gets like the lunch shifts, so he'll be out of the office and he'll go work his second job during the day. If he works the dinner time shift, he'll be at the office all day before he goes to work. All my afternoon <laughs> meetings, I'll smell like steak. Like uh, well, thanks for the good meeting. Gosh, I'm hungry. I just, uh, whew, that smells lovely. <laughs> Were you at Texas Roadhouse? Uh, could I show you to your table, please? <laughs> That's what you're going to say you when want, he greets people. Would you like breadsticks? <laughs> Can I bring you some breadsticks while you wait for your bread advisor? Breadsticks while you're waiting. Would you like a, a drink? With, would you like to wait at the bar while you're waiting for your table? <laughs> Ooh, we should install a bar. <laughs> <laughs> you could work behind the bar. Okay, this has gone off the rails. <laughs> Shockingly, luckily that, we have another phone call. Yeah, that that never happens in our office. The things go completely <laughs> off the rails. Eight three three seven zero seven seventy nine hundred. We do have another phone call. Yes. Good morning, Don. Thanks for calling. Good morning. How are you? We're doing great. Uh, you could say we're having a little too much fun, perhaps. <laughs> How can we I help maybe you? I wasn't talking to a financial show here for a second. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> too much fun. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> What's on your mind? Nah, no problem. Uh, a question. I just turned 65, whoopee, and uh, I just got full coverage uh, Medicare. Mm-hmm. My question is, does it make sense to take off medical insurance off my auto and motorcycle policies? Whoa, that's an interesting question. Uh, I am by no means an expert on property and casualty insurance. So anybody out there who is an expert can chime in. Send me a text, Gene, and ask him, or an email, Gene, and ask MTM.com. Uh, but it, it is my understanding that the medical coverage 
is rather modest and rather inexpensive. It is simply not in, intended to replace in any way, shape, or form your typical either Medicare coverage or um, uh, medical coverage through an employer in, uh, in, 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 uh, in the same regard. So I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's equivalent in any way, shape, or form. My gut says that if you call your broker and say, hey, I'm thinking about dropping this, You'll get one of two answers. Either you really can't. It's kind of a requirement. It's kind of a requirement of um, the insurance laws. Or number two, you can, and it's going to save you like 80 bucks. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you're going to end up saving a great deal of money. But that, that's my guess. That's my, my best educated guess based on the fact that I, I know very little about property and casualty. <laughs> well, I, I thought Medicare coverage would, would trump everything else. Uh, Medicare will be your primary. That is true. Medicare right. does not cover everything. So it, it may be that some of the coverage on, on your, your PNC will help to cover that. It's, it's not likely that it's going to have a substantial impact. Uh, supplemental insurances, of course, would have a, a significant impact. Uh, Part B, of course. Part G is... Uh, you could get a, a Medigap or supplement Medica, or yeah. an Advantage plan. So you've got lots of options there, but I don't think the PNC side is going to have any appreciable impact. But again, check with your uh, insurance agent. And uh, if you get a, 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 a response that you find interesting, circle back to us next week. Let us know what you find out. Oh, okay. And I, I, I have a uh, question for you, Gene. Well, actually, not a question, a comment. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that George C. Scott is the best Scrooge ever. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. God bless you, sir. You're 100% true on that one. I appreciate it. Thank you, Don. God bless you, and and Happy New Year. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. So Don started out with, I'm turning 65. It's way better than not turning 65. That's true. That's the alternative. Way better. That's, that's, you know, he's only got 35 more good years. (laughs) After that, it's going to get a little dicey, mm-hmm. but 35 more good years. And then eh, we'll have to wait and see. If he's reading those books. That if he's just hanging with me, just you know, <laughs> following my lead, for gosh sakes. I've got 31. You've got 35. We're going to do great. Just not going to. I'm not going to let you guys off the hook. Okay. Make it too easy. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's good. I'm he's, glad. He's gone. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> 833-707-70. 900, a couple uh, housekeeping that I should have done an hour and 15 minutes ago. So, of course, we've been saying Happy New Year. Do you have any resolutions that you're going to be? I haven't really thought about it yet. Ah, so. Do, do you think about it? Do you make resolutions? Kind of. Like, yeah. la- well, last year, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, I was really trying to get more sleep. And I was make- making that a priority. Like, I'm, I'm going to get I'm gonna get more sleep. I I don't know that I've made tremendous progress with you, that. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't. Uh, so I have to think about whether that should still be my focus or if I should try to do something else. But um, I'll, I'll give it some thought over the next couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, we don't tend. Um, resolutions is is a word that I don't like because it, it, it almost foreshadows failure. Because mm. everybody knows, ah, you said it. And three days later, you break it. Mm-hmm. They don't last more than two weeks. Setting goals, oh, we do that all the time. Yes. Yep. All the time. And I think that's a healthy thing. Uh, if you need some uh, guidance as to how best to uh, 
um, put yourself in position to be successful reaching your goals. 833-707-7900. It's kind of a thing of mine. Happy to share with you. Uh, Merry Christmas, of course. Penn State plays at noon. Stinks for us. We have a commitment at noon. Uh, so go Penn State. Ohio State got crushed last night. Yes. No, I'm the only one. I, I yeah. I, uh, they're an arch rival of Penn State. The the uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And uh, last night, Mizzou, Missouri, took care of them. Very nice. Very nice. And Ohio State's uh, star quarterback decided Syracuse was a better home for him. So off. Go orange. Exactly. (laughs) Drink orange juice. Right. What? Oh, the orange man. Got it. Um, Nazo nut is for sale. And so is Dats. What is Dats? Dats is a little um, ice cream shop slash like kind of retro style burger joint oh. off of uh, 191 and they make like homemade ice cream mm. uh, i've been there a couple times do they make donuts no donuts then let's circle but back it was to just Nazo weird nut. that both of them announced that they were for sale yesterday and uh one other just closed vista grill which is only open for five months and then if i understand right vista grill the spot that they're in there was another restaurant in there that only lasted like 18 months schubert's bakery had been there successfully for a very long time and then another bakery stepped in and that was very short-lived and vista grill's very Very short-lived yeah it's cursed yeah but now nazanut has been open since 2019 so it's very successful very very good and uh the backstory, uh, the, the owner, she's a Navy vet, mm-hmm. so fantastic. And her kids, she's obviously done a great job. They're doing well, but they're Very scattered. nice family. Very nice family and very supportive of the community, mm-hmm. very, which that might give you a hint as to why they're so successful. Yeah. So uh, we're raising funds for, no, <laughs> um, what is it, OBA, outside business yeah. activity? <laughs> so your, uh, your production's down a little bit this year. Yeah, but my donuts, oh, the donuts. <laughs> And we all weigh twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, very cool. Um, on less uh, joyous notes, uh, the um, uh, attorney general in Maine decided, I'm smarter than the whole world, so Donald Trump is off the ballot. I don't have to follow any rules. I don't have to be a, a law-abiding bureaucrat. I just need to be a democratic bureaucrat. That's going to hit the uh, the mm-hmm. fan. That's going to be great fun. Mm-hmm. Um, two headlines that I saw yesterday that make me scratch my head. One, because it's embarrassing. The other, because it is so often that I see this headline in, in, this, in some form okay. uh, and so inappropriate but Money Magazine, do you remember Money Magazine? Mm-hmm. Now gone. Mm-hmm. Good riddance. Oh, they were such hoes. They were <laughs> financial hoes. It was, all you had to do when they would have an article about uh, the investments that you should focus on to be most successful. Everyone on those lists, on, on that list, a list of 30, it didn't matter how, how many, three to 500. You go, huh. I just, I just saw an ad for them about two pages back. Oh, I just saw an ad for them about three pages forward. Wow, everyone on this list has paid to be in this magazine. Yeah, yeah the word ho came to mind, mm-hmm. and uh, ho, ho, ho. That's, that's Merry Christmas. Huh. That's probably, what, no, that's not what I meant. Different um, kind. So the two headlines that I saw yesterday was that uh, 
a uh, liberal press release, the campaign behind taking down Harvard's Christine Gay. What campaign to take her down? We, we, people have begged to have her fired or to have her resigned. And the Harvard faculty and the Harvard board have said, no, she's the greatest. She, all right, she plagiarized. All right, she cheated. All right, she's a fraud. All right, she's not a nice person. All right, she thinks it's okay to kill Jews. It, uh, but she's, a, she's our girl. We're sticking with it. Where's the campaign? So yeah. the false narrative, uh, trying to turn her into a victim. The only victims are anybody that gets to hang around her, including your children. How proud. Gosh, can you imagine? Uh, back in the day, a thousand years ago, when college applications were, are you ready? I did mine on paper. I with, did too. With a pen. Me too. Well, <laughs> you're a throwback. You're, you're old school. You go old school. Um, I I was uh, fortunate enough to be accepted at uh, Carolina, University of North Carolina, where I ended up attending, Princeton, and Harvard. And uh, went south. <laughs> 18-year-old priorities. I got to get warm. Mm, so, I, I, mean, I, get, I get that. Yeah, really bad idea. What? You went to Syracuse. You went north. I, I, now, I know. It was uh, a mistake. Uh, no. was, <laughs> <laughs> so you send your kids off to Harvard so proud, and you find out that the diversity is zero. The anti-Semitism is rampant. Uh, that the vast majority of the students from China and other adversaries of America are elevated to the highest levels. Um, that if you are a hardworking, typical young American, you are pushed aside and you are being taught literally uh, Marxist manifestos. And yet we're going to keep this girl. Well, if they cut off all their money, they will all the if they cut off every single uh, donation this year. They will be left, God bless them, how are they going to pay their bills, Jeez. with $55 billion in their have. endowment. That's all they have. I don't know how they're going to make it. I really don't. 400 years down the drain. <laughs> but there's a campaign against this poor woman. Mm. It's because she's black. That's why. Actually, I'm against her because of her haircut. Anyway, <laughs> and the, the headline that I see, we see it in, and at this time of year, everywhere. The best stock funds for 2024. And it's an article that will, how many, do you know how many stock funds there are roughly? No. If I said to you there were 7,000 stock funds. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you had an article that said, here are the four best stock funds. It's nonsense. That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. If you looked at large company, large, very large company, um, Johnson & Johnson, Microsoft, that kind of size company, mm -hmm. large company growth funds that are based in America. You're going to find that there are probably a thousand. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the top one percent, admittedly, top one percent is pretty damn impressive. Yeah. There's ten of you. Yeah. Ten of you. So there's only four named in this article. Jeez. And and you could be arguably better than ninety nine percent of your competitors. You you don't even get a mention. <sighs> Not to mention the fact, top mutual fund, stock funds. For 2024. For whom? It is certainly not written by a fiduciary. No. Because we're supposed to put your best interest first, not the advertise advertisers in your newsletter. Right. 
or your yeah, that is meaningless. That list meaningless, arbitrary, and arbitrary. Those are two words I was going to use, and the last phrase I was going to use. Poo poo caca. Poo poo caca. Lots of folks don't understand. Poo poo caca. 833-707-7900. Last break of the show. It is a gray day. It is a gray winter day out there. Don't go anywhere. Stay right where you are. Make that phone call. 833-707-7900. Send your emails to Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, or Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. We'll take your calls, your emails after this on More Than Money. That's good stuff. I saw Darius Rucker and his solo career at Music Fest a couple years ago, but I love some classic Hootie. You missed it, Gene. Hootie and the Blowfish. Classic Hootie? Classic Hootie. Oh, that's the it's best. awesome. Awesome. Best right Welcome back to More of the Money. We've got one more segment for you. Last one for 2023. Oh, I thought you were welcoming me back. Yeah, welcome. That's what John and Tammy say to each other when they see each other in the office for the first time uh, each day. They say, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cute. It is cute. Good for them. Oh, and now I figured out why these headsets were put aside. Why? Because I get every third word. Oh, that's interesting. You could really misinterpret someone's question if you miss every other word they say. <laughs> okay, what I got from you was interesting. You. No, you're not interesting. That's not what I (laughs) think. Well, I like these headsets. (laughs) Oh, goodness. 833-707-7900. We go back to the phones. All right. We're going to speak with Glenn. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Alyssa. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing well. Thanks. Uh, What can we help you with? Well, I'm just calling with a comment in regards to an earlier caller. Okay. That is a recent retiree and has uh, Medicare, mm-hmm. and I guess he has a Medicare supplement plan. And he was questioning some of his coverages on his auto policy, his P&C policy. Yes. Well, I am a recent insurance agent that has retired with 25 years' experience in the P&C industry. Ah, excellent. And I understand his circumstance. 
Uh, Medicare is your primary insurance along with your supplement. However, in the event that you get injured in an automobile-related incident, your auto policy now becomes the primary policy. Under that, since he was talking about his first-party benefits, Pennsylvania law, you must carry a minimum of $5,000 medical. You can purchase up to 100000 if you would like, and then you can also pick up a million extraordinary over that 100000 Okay. That's a mandatory coverage in the state of Pennsylvania. As far as the other first-party benefits like income loss, accidental death, and funeral expenses, those are optional. Very good. Okay. So, so what it's... I would recommend or advise is that that person call his agent. I would definitely keep the medical. If he's not working, if he doesn't feel he needs funeral expense or accidental death, he can have those coverages removed. But again, if it's an auto-related type of incident, if he's a pedestrian and gets hit by a car, on a bicycle gets hit by a car, or in his automobile and gets injured, it's going to be a claim against his auto policy. That becomes primary. Once the limits are exhausted, then the Medicare will become his primary after those limits are exhausted. Perfect. Thank you for that explanation. I hope that Don was listening and um, he can set that up accordingly. We appreciate your input. Thanks, Glenn. Very good. Happy New Year. You have the same. Happy New Year. Thank Ah, you. God bless. God bless. Fantastic. Good to know. Yeah, we have specialists in the audience who can fill in. We partner. (laughs) We partner. Is um, the time, well, there was a time when I, 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 I thought I knew everything. Mm. I was 12. (laughs) Between the ages of 12 and 17. Oh, I know everything. (laughs) And I explained it to anyone who was in with earshot. And argued with. Yeah, I was very popular. 833-707-7900. All right, we're going to welcome Sheldon. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Best wishes for 2024. Same to you. Cheers to a wonderful year ahead. And let's start it off yes. with uh, some information. What can we help you with? Okay, my wife has an annuity, uh, seven year. It's uh, uh, it'll be up in February of 2024 uh, for, for well for renewal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's not a, not a very high uh, um, whatever you want to call it uh, interest. Don't have. Uh, you know, she wants to shop around. She went to her bank there, uh, offering her, uh, instead of an annuity, um, a CD, oh, what do they call it? A CD mm-hmm. uh, IRA. Yep. Um, I don't know if uh, that would be, a, you know, you know, if that would be a better... All know. right, Sheldon, first thing we're going to need to do is have you turn your radio down, because if you can't hear it, we can. We can hear it in the background, so that's going to help make the conversation a whole lot easier. Uh, whether you uh, allow your wife to uh, have this CD, it sounds like it's in an IRA, an, IRA, an annuity in an IRA. Once it matures, you're going to have every option available to you. There's There's going to be lots of different things that you can look at the key will be what is your goal? What is her goal? Is it to be super safe? Is it to grow the money so that you will 
you would likely benefit from sitting with a financial advisor, whether that's at your bank, whether it's an MTM financial advisor or elsewhere, and exploring your current financial position. Answer a few questions so that your advisor can figure out what's best for you uh, and, and then make your choice going forward. Don't decide in advance that a CD is a better option or that a new annuity is a better option. Uh, kind of start with a fresh slate since it's been seven years. Your situation may have changed and situate and uh, uh, opportunities have changed as well. There are investments that are available today that were not available seven years ago. So sitting with an advisor that can review those with you and help you select the one that's best for you probably is a really good idea. Okay. There's one time I spoke to Mark yeah. at your office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it possible I can, we can make an appointment with Mark? Uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. So uh, all you have to do is reach out to the office, make sure that you uh, ask for Mark, and they'll get you right on his schedule. He'll be happy to help. Okay. I'll do that. Sheldon, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, God bless. Uh, Happy New Year. Take care. 833-707-7900. Magic Rectangle, have anything interesting? Uh, just a nice email from one of our loyal listeners in what he says, a wonderfully cool Alabama. He's happy that it's 36 degrees. <laughs> We were at 32 this morning, yeah. so Alabama's got nothing. Yeah, um, and a really adorable picture of his puppies in their winter coats. Oh, <laughs> so. so that was the valuable part. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> so email asking about taxes. If one has a sizable loss on an individual stock inside their IRA, can they move that asset in kind to their taxable account as part of their RMD and then sell it the following year to capture the loss or does it come over with a stepped-up cost basis? I think I know the answer, and it's not, it depends. <laughs> well, uh, you're quite correct. It is not, it depends. Uh, you can take stock out of an IRA, and then sadly, uh, whatever the value is as it exits the IRA is your cost basis. So let's say you paid $10 a share. I'm sorry, you paid $100 a share. It's now worth 10 and you would like to move that $100 a share cost basis out and then sell the stock and take a lot. And the IRS says, nice, nice try. try. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's, that was very old school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the answer, sadly, is no, that doesn't work. And, of course, you get no tax deduction for selling it inside the IRA. They, that's, that's not great. Um, but if you are, and again, Having, having come off yesterday where I spent a fair amount of time doing trades for my clients. Um, let's say, again, you, you had um, 100 shares. You paid 10000 bucks. It's now worth 1000 You have 9000 of losses inside the IRA. Uh, it is, you gain no advantage whatsoever in saying, well, then, then I'll just leave it there. If, if you have determined that the investment is no longer worthy, then you should redeploy that money without any tax impact. Redeploy that money into something that's going to give you an opportunity, something that's going to give you the at least the probability of a decent return. And if you've got other assets inside that IRA that need attention, that should be done as well. Uh, in taxable accounts, of course, uh, a loss 
it's not happy, but it's not um, it's not dreadful. Gosh, if you lost nine thousand dollars on this investment and you took the tax deduction, and you were able to offset nine thousand dollars of gains with that loss, you just saved yourself the tax on nine thousand bucks. Not too shabby. It isn't. <laughs> so you got you got a thousand bucks back on your original ten thousand dollar investment. That stinks. But you also got back, pick a number, 1500 2000 bucks on tax savings. So your loss was not 90%. It was 75 70%. It still stinks, but it's mm-hmm. much less. Yeah. You, you gain. You get some leverage there. Um, make sure that you're looking at those kinds of things. Lots of folks don't. Um, and we had a caller earlier with, oh, geez, if I had done it yesterday. Yeah. So it'll be next year. But next year counts as well. You're going to have that same scenario. So whether it's January 2nd or December 29th, mm-hmm. yes, um, you, you have that same opportunity to, uh, to, to balance out your, your investments, redeploy. And if it's in a taxable account, uh, goodness, uh, as we did for a number of our clients at the end of the year, we took losses. Oh, and then we had a couple funds that were gains but they were no longer good fits. Mm. So we were able to eliminate losses, also redeploy funds that had made money, but um, were no longer appropriate and end up paying zero tax. Not a bad thing. Not at all. Not a bad thing. 833-707-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Gene at AskMTM.com. We are closed on Monday, of course. Uh, hopefully you are, I was going to say recovering, but I hope you don't need to recover (laughs) on Monday. I hope you have a wonderful day on Monday. And then of course we're back at it on Tuesday and happy to serve you. So, uh, as Sheldon is, is going to reach out to Mark, wait till Tuesday, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll cut him a break. Um, some banks and credit unions I deal with ask for the beneficiary's social security number. Others are satisfied with just birth dates. Is there a rule, and why do some only need birthdays? Is it just a matter of the software they are using? These accounts are mostly CDs, but I do have a regular IRA and a Roth IRA. Why do some banks ask for all that stuff, and some banks only ask for a birthday? You know, even at Charles Schwab, where you know we custody our clients' accounts, if you fill out the paper form um, to open an account or establish a beneficiary designation, it asks for everything about that beneficiary, name, birth date, social security number, address, phone number, cell phone number, email address, citizenship. And then if you open the account online through a digital envelope, you can just put their name and their birthday. And they don't need all that other stuff. Mm. So good question. Uh, I always err on the more information is better you know why because i think i think it prevents any kind of confusion error you know i want to make sure that that beneficiary is proper properly identified exactly uh, so i would you you know use whatever they ask for provide so it's all, all the blanks are filled in that's how i feel better about that but i don't know why some don't require and like i said in schwab some methods don't require the social security number and others do um, Alyssa is absolutely correct. The, the more information you can provide about your beneficiaries, the better. The idea is you have ascended. You are no longer on this earthly plane. 
And the bank has to now identify to whom they will give money. Well, it's uh, James Smith. What? I have no birthday. I have no social. I have no address. I have no, uh, Okay, I'm just going to send it to Harrisburg. This is crazy <laughs> talk. It's James Smith. Here's his date of birth. Here's his current address. Here's his cell phone number. Here's his social security number. Very easily identified, very easily contacted. It all goes smoothly. Yeah. That's the difference. Why some would accept just a minimal amount. My guess is, just a guess, that that's the minimum that was established many, many years ago by some bank regulator. And there are banks who are still, hey, that's that's what we're required to give. You can give us more if you want. Yeah. But we're required to get a date of birth. Um, a thousand years ago, 780 to be precise, um, there, there was no, of course, there were no cell phones, <clears throat> but there were, um, th- there were no forms that had blanks for anything other than date of birth because beneficiaries were either wife, date of birth, child, date of birth. That was mm-hmm. it. Uh, and now it makes much more sense to have much more information. So good for you that you're doing that going the extra mile. Why? Hey, who cares? Who knows? <laughs> no, nobody knows. Um, 833-707-7900. I read where people who are entitled or who are reti- entitled. We're back to those grandkids. <laughs> Smack them in the head. Uh, I read where people who are retired, he tried to say, mm-hmm. uh, should have guaranteed income like Social Security and pensions to cover their living expenses. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't have a pension, and my Social Security covers only half of my living expenses, so what am I supposed to do? Um, That is, if that's something you like, the thought of that, having that income floor, your basic needs are met by guaranteed income, um, that's one of the um, reasons some people consider an annuity, because you're basically creating a pension using your other sources of funds. So if you have an IRA or even just a brokerage account, a non-qualified account with, you know, a, a lump sum of money, and rather than drawing on it as you need to be able to cover those bills, if you would like to create an income stream from it, an annuity can provide essentially a pension. It would operate like a pension. So that's something you could explore. It, it might make sense for you. Uh, very well said. If we are looking at uh, using uh, numbers uh, just as a demonstration, obviously not included in the email, let's say that uh, this this individual needs $4,000 a month. Mm-hmm. They have a $2,000 a month Social Security. They have in their 401k currently 420000 bucks. They're retired, and they're concerned that that 420000 in the stock market, it goes up, it goes down. Yeah. The up part, they don't mind. No, they like that. The down that. part, oof. And so the anxiety is pretty substantial. And this person has read that if you've got um, what mom used to call hell or high water needs, That's right. this bill has got to be paid come hell or high water. The electric bill, I got to pay that. Mm-hmm. The oil bill, I have got to pay. Food, I have got to pay that. There are a fair number of mandatory, if you don't pay these bills, you got problems. Oh, it's going to be just <laughs> rough. It's going to be very rough. And conversely, which has nothing to do with convicts, ironically enough, but conversely. Or shoes. Ah, nice. Or singing, converse. 
exactly. But conversely, um, if you have, as Alyssa has described, taken part of your savings, part of this 420000 and created a guaranteed, without a doubt, hell or high water, direct deposit to your bank account, $2,000 a month, you get more than $2,000 a month. Do you know how? It's a trick question. I didn't throw it by you. It's just in my head. It makes perfect sense. Because the icing on the cake is peace of mind. Uh, I, I actually thought that's what that's you meant. A, yeah, I yeah, should have said it. A, you get a, peace of mind, too. Uh, yes. Uh, the <laughs> idea of knowing how many people go, oh, I just, I'm so terrified I might run out of money. How about it if I guaranteed that you wouldn't? Well, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. How about if I guaranteed that between your Social Security and your annuity, you would always have the money to pay your basic expenses and you would have, let's say that of the 420, we need 250 to create this annuity. You're going to have $170,000 for fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can spend that re- in a relaxed fashion yeah. because you know you got it covered. You don't have to worry, geez, I better hang on to that in case. Yeah. What if I run out of money? Well, you, you've already fixed that problem. Right. That's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, it, it, it really is. It's nice to have, um, you don't have to worry about the regular stuff. And if you still have some money that you can tap into for the unexpected expenses or the fun stuff, um, yeah, you don't have to worry about money. You can enjoy your life. Four minutes left. I have a simple question. No, a quick question that appears to be simple but may not be. Okay. Okay. If I invest in the S&P 500, do I really need to get foreign stocks into my investments? Um, No, you don't need to get foreign stocks into your investments. You know what I think is interesting is in the S&P 500, so many of these companies do international business. Do you know what percentage of the S&P 500 does international business? I don't, but I'm going to guess it's a high percentage. High? Like what high? Like 90? Oh, you know what? If you're not going to have an intelligent answer, just why don't you just admit that you have no clue? It's 88. (laughs) So, you know, if you're going to be just willy-nilly throwing out numbers with no concern for accuracy, 88. So it's not 90. Goodness. I'm such a failure. It, it does. It's so disappointing. And the last day of the year. I'm sorry. You, you were so close to having a good year. And now. <laughs> you were so close to having a good year. So I ruined close. it. Um, With moments to spare. Yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, I should just keep my mouth shut it next was a, time. It was a field goal <laughs> attempt from 49 yards and it clanked off the sidebar. Okay. Now, it, you, 90, 88%. Yeah. So, so, so the answer is No. No. And by not investing in international funds, foreign funds, what international ex-U.S. funds, you don't worry about currency exchanges. You don't worry about international uh, upheavals yeah. as, as we are currently experiencing. Yep. And yet you get the diversification of a global economy. That's right. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Two minutes, sir. First of all, uh, Merry Christmas one last time for this year and Happy New Year for sure. To you and everyone out there, um, goodness, we love you all. We we, we are so blessed. Uh, Alyssa and I, uh, we lose count of how many times a week we look at each other mm. and say how blessed we are. We had a 
young couple in with her daughter, grown daughter in yesterday, and they're wonderful people. And she's an amazing young woman. And as I said to her, firm handshake and direct eye-to-eye contact, that's, that's a young woman that's been brought up well. Her future is so bright. And we're part of that. Yeah. We are so blessing blessed. For sure. So blessed. If you would like that opportunity to become part of that More Than Money family, all you have to do is ask. It's uh, gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com, and you can go old school, 610-746-7007, 610-746-7007. Folks, God bless you all, and Happy New Year. We'll see you next year <laughs> on More Than Money. Right.